This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by NordVPN. Get advanced security, internet freedom, and complete privacy. Save 73% off the two-year plan plus four months free with code MMA Nuts. Wild Alaskan Company. Healthy, affordable, convenient fish sent right to your door. Save $25 off with code BIGFISH25. Paleo on the go. Find delicious meals that fit your specific diet. Save $20 off your first three orders with code MMA25. Newsist, vegan nutrition products. Save 15% off with code FIT10. Defense soap, everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMA Nuts to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 643. Sticks of 43. My name's Ingo Weigold. Macroth MMA Show, by MMA fans, for our fans, walk the line between serious and ridiculous. And Sorry, once again, adjusting my mic. We're once both again, <laughs> Yes, I have a pneumonia relapse here. I don't. I'm, I'm better this time around, as far as I can tell. But I feel less energetic than the first time around. I was like energy energized, but ill. This time I'm don't feel as that ill, but I am just zonked. Yeah, I feel like brushing my teeth makes me want to lay down and take a nap <laughs> <laughs> like the energy expenditure i've just burned one calorie that's I've it spent can't do it yeah so i don't know man i were talking before we started recording this is like the sickest that i've been for sure in the last year ever i i don't know what it is i don't know if it's life situation or covid reboot but i, yeah. I blame i blame the masks that's what i <laughs> exactly so fuck it and i i don't know if i invoked it because we were on a mini vacation and I, I just kept random, randomly yelling, coronavirus, it's going to get us. I don't know if it's like the Candyman. You keep saying its name and it comes. I think I said it too many times and it fucking got me. It's possible. You might have done it. I might have. That's a son of a bitch. It Speaking is. Son of a bitch. How about those bears? Oh, geez. Didn't win today. Shocking. It wasn't even that hard. You could have made a fourth quarter drive comeback. Here's what I have to say. Trade Justin Fields. Yes, you have to you. fucking trade him. Because I know he's improving and all this and that, but he cannot come back and win in the fourth quarter. Yep. That's a problem. Like, get rid of him. I don't know who the quarterback is to take, but you got to figure that out, but you got to uh trade him. I say, I mean, I don't know all the details of who's available where, but I say we trade away some of those draft picks and and we get some established. You look at uh, uh, our the wide receiver we picked up; he's he's looking good. So we need some some more DJ like, Moore. Yeah, DJ Moore. We need a quarterback. Montez like, sweat. Yeah, we need a quarterback. You know, well, that would be great if we can get that, but it's expensive. Uh, <laughs> and then you you go from you add insult to injury, and then you look over at the Blackhawks where Oof. Connor Bedard gets knocked out and broken has a jaw. broken jaw, and probably won't be able to participate in the All Star game that he was selected to as the youngest player ever, and the youngest player ever to play if he can. Hopefully, they can just give him a nice bucket for his face and <laughs> let him send him wire out there. it shut send him out there well you know it's they're not going to be hitting each other i presume so no no and i think they're going to have him in all the skill competitions and oh it just sucks and a lot of people were saying it was a clean hit i'm like it was a fucking dirty hit period 
you don't go after the star player with the force to fucking murder someone. If you hit him with enough force to break his jaw, go fuck yourself. And that guy had to answer the call for a fight or a couple fights, you know, but still not enough. And I think every time we play them, we should go after their star player and break his fucking leg. Because fuck well, that. That shit used to happen more, I thought, in the NHL, right? Like, you know, you hit a star player and the goon is going to come over. Or if, if if you even rough him up a little too much or you get too chippy with him. Yep. Like, they come over right over and like, hey, you hit that guy again. You even breathe on him. I'm, I'm going to come up over here and kick your ass. Yeah, that's why I said <laughs> so... going into the season, we need to get the most feared enforcer out there. And I don't know who that is right now, but that's who should be on our fucking team. And you might even want two. I don't give a fuck. You need to protect that kid at all costs. And just by having that person on your team, because I'm okay even if that guy needs to get suspended for a little bit to give some mm -hmm. payback to whoever fucking did that. You know, Re Reeves, I just Googled it. Some guy yeah. named Reeves. Ryan Reeves, he's still around, I, but he's like 38 or 39 now. Oh. Yeah, he's top of the list. And they got some guy named Tom Wilson from the Capitals. Yep. Arbor. He's the one who was throwing Superman punches. Oh, yeah. Okay. Some of yeah. these guys are huge. 6'4", 240 on skates. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, you need a big heavyweight. That's insanity. That will not lose the fight. That's the thing. Like, we oh. have some... We got decent fighter, but it's not... Like, he's not going to send fear into the other team. Like, I want fear. Curtis want, McDermott? Want, like... He's 6'5", 242. Jesus Christ, with the skates on, he's almost seven feet tall. Exactly. That's insane. I want like the goddamn Hanson brothers from Slapshot. Just fucking railroading everybody. But you can't, it's just the intent to go after the star player. Okay. Especially like, look at the ticket sales. Someone was showing, I think, a shot of the Hawks game minus Bedard. And obviously everyone bought tickets thinking he was going to be there. It's a fucking packed stadium. It was mm -hmm. not like that the years before. No. Was, they were dog shit. Like, I didn't even want to go to the games. And people were asking, you want to go? I'm like, no. Like, they suck. I mean, they suck now, but you could at least see Bedard do right. something fucking amazing. Now you can't. No. I mean, that's that sounds like a minimum four-weeker, if you're lucky. I don't know how severe, but he knew right away. And I saw that play, and I'm like, oh, he either knocked his teeth out or broke his jaw. And then we found out the next day, oh, he broke his jaw. Yeah, that's a, right off. that's a bad one, you know, the broken jaw. No good. Yeah, because they're going to wire you shut. You're going to be on fucking liquids for I don't know how long. And I think the coach of the Blackhawks, Luke Richardson, said he had a pretty bad one with, like, screws and plates and all that kind of shit. And I think he was on, it's like five or six weeks out. Which puts him to mid-February and uh, fucking All-Star Games, beginning of February. Mm -hmm. So I say every time we play a jersey, we just fucking run their star players tit for tat. I'm on board with that. I like it. And maybe even sign a couple guys just to go out there and get suspended for 40 games. <laughs> but, you know, these things happen in hockey's. They definitely right. do. Right. I agree. So we can transition to a little MMA. Where do you want to start? Well, just real quick. I got the MMA awards, a couple of ring ladies. We saw a little ladies uh, on the on the on the carpet, a couple of nice yep. photos I found. Um 
Here's the lady in blue. No, oh, hello. Lady, lady in red. <laughs> She's got lady some, in red. some uh, strong legs. Yeah. There's another lady in red. Little skinny. Yeah, pass. <laughs> duck, duck, pass. Yeah. She need, we need to feed her a steady diet of like triple bacon cheeseburgers. Some of the fucking baconators like Johnny yeah. Hendricks would eat. Yeah. They're putting on a steady diet of those. Like six a day. Yep. And uh, not to be outdone, but Israel Adesanya. Did you see this picture of him? Bam. What's happening here? He looks well, Does this photoshopped? Like, he looks huge. USADA's gone away. Good God, we may man. Be, we may be back in the glory days of the UFC and MMA. He looks gigantic. Like, yeah. he was much... He was not that big before, so... Well, he's also, I don't know if he's in this weird mode where they don't drug test him because he said he's taking time away like okay. Connor. Yeah. So maybe it's limited and, you know, whatever. We don't test you if you said you're stepping away for a little bit. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't know if he's coming back to 85, he's going to 205. He didn't fare well at 205. So it might help him. Because I don't even think he was cutting at 85. No. I will see. I think you're right. He was not. I saw um I know Sean Strickland. I got a cough. Hang on a second. It's okay, pause that shit. He's got the hiv cough. <laughs> I do. The super hiv. Uh I saw Sean Strickland was on Theo Vaughn's podcast and I don't know, I got super emotional, was crying. And Henry Cejudo had some thoughts on that. And I want to get your take on this as a therapist. Oh boy. So Cejudo says, I hope, and he's saying Sean Strickland can come to the consensus to be able to accept the fact that you're in this game, bro, learn how to play. Don't be, <laughs> you can't, man. It's the same with uh Volkanovsky. Volkanovsky is showing his cards that he goes through anxiety. If he doesn't fight like bro, like, what the fuck? Keep some of that shit to yourself. The world doesn't need to know. So what do you think about that? The crying thing? Yeah. Um, and Cejudo's uh, opinion on it. I mean. That you can't be crying kind of thing. That right. that you're just, I don't know. I, I think, I think uh, plenty of people who are tough have shown strong emotions. I think it's a matter of, of like, is that, like, it, it's, is that a part of, it's like John Jones, you know, getting in trouble is like part of his thing. So like, if he stopped doing that, he might not be as good of a fighter. I think Strickland, he's got the childhood trauma that comes up. I, I think mm -hmm. a lot of these people that are in these sports have gone through some rough shit in their life is my guess. And they're working some of that out in some of these professions that they're in, you know, instead of like being a gangbanger or getting in trouble some other way, like they become fighters or football players or, you know, that's a healthy outlet. Right. So naturally he's going to have strong emotions it, i think it's only a problem if you're like crying in the cage right it's a different thing the alternative is what we talked about last week which is like freaking dan henderson who has like no emotions like right. just like Meh. is that good i don't know you know i i say i say let it rip cry away man well yeah i think there's a difference i think if you're on a podcast and especially if you're sean strickland i think it's all right because he, he's pretty out there with what he says yeah. And that kind of shows that he still feels 
So like, that's, that's actually a good thing for him. If you're in the cage, like the fight I can remember is Daniel Cormier and John Jones when Cormier's like bawling his eyes out because he lost. Mm-hmm. Or I remember Forrest Griffin just losing a fight and just running. It must have been that Anderson, Anderson Silva, Silva fight. Yeah, he just got ran. Yep. Like, fuck, you got to compose yourself like after the fight and don't cry in a cage. But I, I think it's the differences on a podcast. The, the point of the podcast is kind of let people know who the fuck you are. And, and then they want to watch that to see who you are. And I think it's okay. So I don't know where Henry's coming off. He's a, he's an odd character. He's an odd fellow, this Henry Cejudo. So. Super odd. I agree. Yeah. I'm fine with it. There's nothing wrong with that. Little, little yeah. cheers. Cheers of... Uh... There was one football coach I remember in the NFL, couple, like maybe 10 years ago. He would mm. cry all the time. Whenever he talked, he'd be crying. And he was just owned it. I think you got to own it. That's the key. Probably. Speaking of Mona, we should talk about our sponsor. Manscaped. Cheers to the new year from our friends at Manscaped. Because your resolutions shouldn't be the only things that are well kept. 2024 is time for new heights, new opportunities, and a new look for your Times Square balls. Manscaped Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is every man's cheat code to look good, feel good, and turn the page on confidence this year. Whether you're looking to maintain a trim or go for that clean-shaven look, this trimmer has you covered. Trusted by over 10 million men worldwide, now is your time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com slash MMANuts for 20% off plus free shipping. Happy New Year or happy new balls. That was quick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> uh, let's face it resolutions might come and go but a well-groomed you is here to say stay uh thanks to manscaped yes and you can get 20 percent off and free shipping manscaped.com slash mma nuts because nothing says happy new year and happy new balls like a deal that leaves your balls and your budget feeling refreshed embrace a new you and definitely embrace a new trimmer courtesy of manscaped and now it's 10 million men worldwide. It used to be, I think when we started with them, it was 5 million. And it's slowly now it's 10. doubled. Yeah. Thanks to us, really. I'd say we pretty much, we, we pretty much sent at least half of those. Exactly. So go us. Um, let me see. Speaking of millions. Okay. There, uh, there's been some conversation and stuff going around, you know, because of this UFC uh, potential lawsuit um, where we're, uh, they're talking about disclosing fighter pay. And yep. I don't know if you read about this, but um, nope. uh, there's a there's a concept where, you know, basically the fighters uh, know what other fighters are making. And when CM Punk came on the scene, I think there was a lot of backlash because the guy made like 500, right, uh, to show, basically. Yeah, for and, his first fight. For his first fight. And, you know, obviously, as we knew how that went, and there was a lot of people that were pretty upset. Um, and, uh, you know, there there's this, st- some fighters who don't want their whole thing per- disclosed. So I'm just wondering, like, what's the benefit or drawback of, like, disclosing pay or not disclosing pay? I guess I'm confused. And why does this matter so much, I, I guess? Is, well, is for a- the UFC, it's good to keep everyone in the dark so you don't know what the top or anybody makes. So everyone is guessing about what the standard is, Mm -hmm. but 
it gives the fighters leverage when you know who's making what you're like oh here's this guy and i have more fights than him i'm yeah. more popular you can look at my fucking uh, whatever my social media and see how many followers blah 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 i'm the bigger draw i should be getting paid more than that guy okay or if you find out like he's a champ and he's getting a cut of the pay-per-view and you actually find out the percentage because mm -hmm. everything's negotiable with them. So you want to know as much information as possible so you have more ammunition when you sit down to the negotiating table. Right. So I, I think it's a good thing for the fighters, but it's a bad thing for the UFC, and hence why I think they've – I don't know if they've strong-armed some of the athletic commissions, but in the past, everyone used to release it, and now I don't even think Vegas releases it. I think it might just be California now. Which just sucks. Okay. It was fun to see everything. Like, oh, oh, this guy made this, this guy made that. Unless a fighter is willing to say it, but that's few and far between. It's usually once they've left, like a Paige Van Zant who says, Yeah, I made more on OnlyFans in one day than I did in my entire UFC career. Like, holy fuck. Yep. That's a lot. I don't to add it up, but you made a lot of money. Cause I just read some article about her talking about the, like, did she want to resign with the UFC or not? And mm -hmm. she said, it's not a slight on the UFC. It's just, I wanted to see something else. And I, yeah. I signed with BKFC. And at the same time I signed up at OnlyFans. And when I was promoting <laughs> that, I just, she's like, I just kept looking at the subscriber account in the first day and it hit like 48,000. Mm -hmm. And then now she's at a point where she said, I don't even need sponsors because I make so much from OnlyFans that it doesn't matter. So I can just be me. I don't have to fucking sell out. Like, yeah, you're selling out pictures of yourself, but whatever. I mean, like, good for her. If she's different okay versions it. of selling out, right? Who right. knows? It's either sponsors <laughs> or your body. Yeah. Everybody has their thing, I think. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a price, they say, right? They do. Just a matter. It depends on who's got what price. Yeah. What are you willing to show? All your holes or not? Yeah. Things being stuck in them or not? So, anyway, uh, UFC is having a fight this weekend. Can you believe it? It seems like forever. Do they fight anymore? They do. It's but the Akalev Walker too. Walker too. All right. All right. I I keep seeing weird videos of Walker doing weird shit. Hmm. So. He's out in the wild. And it goes uh, downhill from there. That's uh, it. pretty much. <laughs> but hey, Jim Miller. Wait, why is he way down there? Isn't he like talking about fight. like, uh, was he talking about retirement? I can't remember if it was him. No, he wants to be on the UFC 300. That's card. it. Okay. I remember. Something. And also, uh, appearance from Andre Olaski. <laughs> what? Waldo Cortez Acosta. Yeah. I, I At this point, like, God damn, he's just, he's not that he's a punching bag, but fuck. Right. But you get the gist of it. A couple of good fights and a lot of nonsense, but typical. And I think the weekend after that, I think it's 297, mm -hmm. the Sean Strickland and Duplee or whatever. Drykus Duplee. Venetius Drykus. Venetius Drykus Duplee. 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 Yeah. And then, Duplicitous? yeah, something like that. They just saw someone posted a picture of Sean Strickland and they're like, oh, he's got a staph infection on his side. And they just show this 
raw mark on him and he was actually just in a roman candle fight out in the desert <laughs> without his shirt on took a roman candle ball to the side and nice got a nice burn so i'm sure that'll heal he's got a couple of weeks burns heal okay but you don't want a raw wound when you're training that ain't gonna feel great no definitely not and we talk about him and then one other guy who's down with the sickness Azmat Shmaev. Oh. I, I don't know what is going on, but he does not look well. What the hell does he have? I don't know. He didn't say, but he just said he was very sick. Maybe he, he has, looks like he's having have. a reaction to something. Maybe he's got a blood infection. Maybe. Like a, that's bad. Does not look well. No, he looks swollen and irritated. He's the Benadryls. <laughs> Maybe two. <laughs> uh what else or a happy ending well everybody can use one of those uh matt brown uh recently matt brown matt brown one of our favorite fighters he was on the uh, podcast many yes. years ago <laughs> right he was talking about um short notice fights right mm-hmm. and he was trying to give some advice to his fellow fighters and he says uh um i think some people whether for good or bad don't really zoom out and they hear an opportunity and they say yeah let's go fight he said, I think I make that mistake a lot when I was younger. Took a lot of short notice fights. Of course, the advantages, you earn favor with the UFC. And I think it earned me that. But a lot of respect, uh, and it came in handy at times. What I would suggest to guys is zoom out. Look at your career as a marathon, not as a sprint. And then he says, no one knows, cares, or remembers what type of notice you got for a fight. How prepared you were, no one knows, cares, or remembers whether you had an injury. None of this shit. The only thing people are going to remember a week from now, if not a year from now or whatever, they see it on Sherdog or Tapology or whatever. They see the actual record. If you win or if you lose. And I wanted to, I wanted to get your take on this because I, I kind of agree with him. And I know that what's his uh, mm-hmm. freaking, what's his name? Just Wonder had a, boy. Yeah. He just got a bunch of shit for not taking a lot. And it's like, here's Matt Brown going like, but wait a minute, guys, like smart move on his part. Probably. So what do you think? Well, I guess it depends, like, how high are you on the food chain in UFC's world as to how how do you want to dictate the fights you take or don't take? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you take them, you can be like Cowboy Cerrone and be a favorite and probably get some favorable matchups in the future. But yeah, um, is it going to it's going to put you a supreme disadvantage for sure? I think so. And I don't know Unless how many times. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know how many times those guys win or lose. It's hit or miss, because it's also a disadvantage for the guy who's been preparing for a fight. Because if you're, it could be a hundred percent different style. Mm-hmm. So it's tough on both people. But in the UFC's eyes, you are kind of like a dog. And if you don't take what I'm offering you, fuck you. That's what it seems like all the time. Like fuck you. Now we're gonna fuck you and give you a harder fight the next time. Like like mm-hmm. they just did to Wonder Boy, who again, who's probably one of the nicest guys in the UFC and been around forever, and who they shouldn't treat like shit. So maybe you take one, <laughs> but I think that's what Wonder Boy did. He took one, and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or he took it was a weight class thing. Like someone missed weight. He yep. took the fight and then he got fucked and lost. And then the same scenario happened and he passed on that fight. So 
not a short notice fight, but similar scenario where you're you're gonna give someone an advantage to come in heavier and not have sucked out. So uh I, I think it's a case by case basis. Because I would think about it. I'd I'd probably just take him because I'd want the money, you know, mm-hmm. and not worry about the record, just thinking, fuck it, I need the money. I'm fighting. Yeah, give me the money. Yeah. And deal with the results. Because if you're going to be in a street fight, you don't always have a choice of who the person is. Like, sometimes you're forced into it. Might as well get paid, you're saying? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. You're like, sometimes you just got to (laughs) fight. It's crazy. Uh, Let's see. Chris Weidman's coming back to action. (laughs) Yep. I had that on the list. Fighting Bruno Silva. And then the, the bigger fight is in boxing. Like, Francis Ngannou... Is supposed to fight Anthony Joshua. Yeah, in March, right? Something like that. Yeah, it's, I think it's Saudi Arabia. Ugh, all the good shits have. We need to go there. Like, like Saudi Arabia. Meet the Sheik. Yeah, I don't even have my passport yet. <laughs> oh, I'm working on it though. I have the paperwork. Uh, I I don't know how much is he gonna get paid. I'm I'm gonna guess twenty million probably. Yeah, probably. Because it's he he debatable whether he beat. Tyson Fury in the last fight, I thought he won. Yeah. So this sets him up for this, and then he could potentially rematch Fury for an even bigger payday. Mm-hmm. Like, good for him, man. Like, how much bank is he making? And I just wonder if other heavyweights are kicking himself, like, oh, fuck, I could have left and done this, or other fighters. But you have to have a good skill set. And I didn't think he was going to be successful. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see in the next fight how it works out, but maybe he's just a sponge and he picked it up quick. Could be. So, what else is happening? Uh, well, I just got a bunch of videos. I got a KO over the week potentially. Um, yeah, go I, ahead. Can I show that? Okay, hold on. Um, the old. <laughs> Here we go. I can't play sound, but I'm just curious. We got the old, hey, look at that. Boom. Oh, no. <laughs> that looks like a setup. You think so? Yeah, One more but... time. Hey, look at that. What? Oh. Is it... I mean, it's all there, but the way they reacted looked like a setup. But that's wild. Someone else did that, too. Like, we've seen that in the UFC a handful of times. Yeah. What the hell is that? I, I, that was a Back to the Future, I think. Where he did that too. He's like, "What the hell is that?" He looks, <laughs> like, so they fucking yeah. cracked a one, yep. ran away. Got that I saw Masvidal. Um, Eric McGracken tweeted this out. He said, "Masvidal says he's unretired." It says under USADA, he'd have to be in a pool for six months and give two clean samples before being able to return. Under the new system, the two clean sample language is gone. And then he lists out the language. Uh, I don't know if this is too wordy. An athlete who gives notice of retirement to UFC, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to skim through. Uh, Available for testing for a period of... So I think it's the same thing, but you don't have to do the two tests. Yeah. Okay, but I, I think they could probably just do whatever they want. If they want them to fight, they'll make it fucking happen. Well, Ben Askren 
talking about, hey, I'll fight him again. Yeah, of course he will. And <laughs> I don't think Masvidal should take that. I think you no. should stay the fuck away from it because you're gonna you're gonna ruin the legacy of a fight. Right. Fuck. You gotta yeah. leave that one alone. Yeah. Dan Henderson and Michael Bisping don't need to fight again. It's not For a necessary. third time. Like it's not that. necessary. That's unnecessary. Yes. And I have a video. Okay. As <laughs> I cough. So there's a 78-year-old uh, former boxer. His name is Frank Noble. Oh, he's put, yeah. putting work on the heavy bag. And These, uh, these videos are all, all over this week. Yeah. I thought this was fake at first. Like they sped it up or something. Well, I'm just wondering, is that like I see the R in a bag. Is this retard strength I'm witnessing here? Because I don't know if I can hit the bag that hard. I think he's just got ridiculous. Look at his body. He's got like ridiculous technique. There's no wasted energy. And he's throwing it. It's he's throwing the punches from the legs. Right. Look at the base. I mean, I don't, if you put him in there with someone else, I don't know how well it would go. But no, but I mean, he's destroying a heavy bag. And these are these are not 16 ounce gloves. They look like 12s. What? Yeah, it's something small. But this is impressive. I like the sound of the bag getting crushed here. Oh yeah, there's a there's a and few even other, the stamina to be able to output. I know it's just thirty seconds, but fuck me. Yeah, I need to get back to that once I feel better. Hit the bag, beat some shit up. Yeah, good feeling. I don't hit the bag like that. <laughs> that guy puts me to shame. I'm afraid to hit it because I don't want to fucking jack my uh, pinched nerve in the neck anymore. I think in the last few times when I did it, I'm like. I just fucked myself up again. Was it worth it? I don't know. But I'll, I'm I'm want to do it again soon. Uh, got anything else? Uh, I got some knowledge. All right, I got a few tweet of the weeks. Okay, let's, let's see what we got here. I'll, I'll open everything up so we can try to go a little faster. One, two, three. We have four. I think one's a video that might just start playing. Pause this one, two, three. Boxing yep. guy. Um, I'm ready. So I didn't know the UFC had these to offer. This person's like, I've seen the future of official footwear of the UFC and it's UFC glorious. Crocs. Yeah, UFC I, croc. Fighters should totally come out in those. Yep. If they're if they were all gay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gay. <laughs> then how about this cake? I hope you get choked this year. Nice. <laughs> Uh, there's a power slap final boss. God, man or woman, I can't. Well, they actually had a face off. Wow, there's a lot of meat, a lot of titty meat. Like, yeah. look at those things. That looks like a like a fat woman right there. Yeah. Holy shit! I'd be can I would just miss his face and Turn slap. It off, I'd slap those titties and go. Turn it off. <laughs> what if you just can you do it. that? Can you just go for the titty? Like ah, oh, fuck you, knock you out with your own titty. <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> and then uh, into knowledge. Well, I've got yeah. two things. So go first, ahead. I have. I can't share sound on this either, but. I don't know what they call this. It's some sort of a pole calisthenic oh, no. activity. This looks gay as shit. I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing? I, I'm not sure what, what's happening, but they're all doing weird shit on this. Like this guy's Holy got fuck. weird pole shit. So it's like. Shave Jim, the pole like a cock and make them naked. What are we, what are we doing here? So, it so almost looks like a cock. Put a couple of balls at the bottom. Shaved. 
So I got that. And then I have another one I can share the sound with. I'll okay. leave you with this. When in doubt and you need and you need some place to store your roach. Hey man, got a crab holding his roach. Wow. He's got some music though. Oh man, get the shit, bro. Get the shit. Some music going. There's the crab. <laughs> hey man. That's a good crab. That's a good yeah, that's a good crab buddy. I don't know how he trained him to do that, but I don't know. On him. I like that. And then I want to, uh, you know, tattoos are pretty cool. Here's one. I want to get your feedback. What do you what do you rank I'm, this one on a one I'm, to ten? I'm scared. <laughs> oh, good lord. One to ten, and are you making out with that fucking cat? I mean, it's cool, but also weird. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, don't see it. I'm good. I think it's a negative five. It's a hard pass. I don't want any part of this. And then someone posted this cool sign. It says, uh, this hole is not for everyone. Know your limitations. Play at your own risk. Maybe it goes along with that tattoo. <laughs> Perfect. I'm not sure. I feel and like it's I, almost like you planned that. Maybe. <laughs> Actually, I didn't, but it worked out that way. So... <laughs> subliminally subconsciously you planned it and then i know there was a secret scroll like list that was leaked over the weekend uh yeah like the jeffrey epstein's list of all the people that were at his magical island and apparently Mm -hmm. someone had testified about stephen hawking and they said stephen hawking liked watching naked midgets solve complex equations on a too high up chalkboard. That I'll leave really, you with that. Really, really weird, but also very, <laughs> very, very specific. <laughs> okay. Right. Like that guy knew what he liked. He put a lot of thought into this, I think. And, well, and yeah, my, they... my question is, is like, how does he get there? Is it like an iterative process where he has to try every, like every combination first before he's like, that's the one. That That's what works yeah. for me, even though I can only move like my head. Yeah. It's working for me my fucking little pencil that's right <sighs> anyway oh boy shit up there is well hopefully you feel better that has been this week's yeah, edition of Emma nuts my name is ingo wago thank you yeah, thanks for playing